earlier earlier I'm still, I've, been, I've been thinking about it ever since you said it you talked about knowing the homeless dude who talks to themselves and knowing the ceos who have more money to do whatever than they could ever use right yeah and i would keep finding myself asking what what is it that helps you get or disabandon or ignore the intimidation that comes with interacting with all all of those kind of parties right like uh, being brought up the you theoretically know most of the time a homeless person is safe and just having a hard time just like any other human right and you can tell yourself that but then society and upbringing where i came from is like actually danger and then on the flip side coming from what i would say for me being pretty intimidated i.e adhd that narrative of you know not the smartest whatever but then going to talk to theoretically again the the buttoned up social socioeconomically perfect ceo mm-hmm. and and walking like what what's getting you there and th- and i know some of this at least for me i do have an ability to kind of just say for lack of a better term just i'm just gonna do it yeah um and i don't i don't want to plant that as as like the reason but there's 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 multiple layers to approaching those sides mm-hmm. and and uh, for me what would be like that internal voice being some form of fear some sort of something holding you back from doing something that you're like i, want, I think i should do that you know like mm-hmm. you're getting a little like nudge mm-hmm. you're like Ugh, i don't know like it could be dangerous you know like what's what's your self-assessment of how you've navigated that right because i mean that's like kind of what you're talking about is golden boy and and from an outside perspective looking in there is a there's an ability to connect because of your ability to be an anomaly right like a tattooed well-spoken church going like you do find a way to you've been placed in a way where you can get there yeah but there's still you have to then walk you know what i'm saying like you can touch but you then have to walk and speak and do Mm -hmm. and i think that you do that I believe that you do that and feel that you do that, but I don't think a lot of people do. What up? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Well, you're, you're, you transcribe all that. You were you were talking about um, you're talking about like the ADHD thing, and then your whole bit on the not bit because it's real. Well, yeah, like, it's, it's I'm just, just I'm just gonna it. I'm just gonna go for it kind of thing. Sometimes, yeah. Um, there there's a that's part of the. The, the gift, man, right is um, that that unfiltered process um, <laughs> that just straightforward right It's one of the things that I deeply resonated about with hardcore, you know as a 15 year old I'm hearing hardcore music for the first time I'm not able to eloquently put into words that this music was mm-hmm. made for me. everything that's being said, not only does it sound cool, but it's done in a way that it's just like mm-hmm. like it just gets me. I, I can't explain that. Mm-hmm. Even to this day, I can't explain that. It's like, you know, explaining why lowriders are cool. I don't know. You just either you're into them or you're not. Mm-hmm. And, um, and <laughs> it's kind of real. Yeah. It's, it is, you know, it's like, so what is my process in entering into um, conversations with people is that I don't elevate people's um 
persona, mm-hmm. vibe, mm-hmm. context in, in any way. Mm. Um, like if I'm having, I'm, we're having this conversation sure. right here, I'd be more than happy and more than willing to have a similar conversation. It might look different contextually, but similar conversation with a, with a homeless person. Right. You know? It almost sounds, then you can forgive me if I'm getting this totally wrong, like you're having a conversation with a human yeah. and not a label. So it's like, a- I'm absolutely. not having a conversation with a CEO yeah. or a conversation mm-hmm. with a philanthropist mm-hmm. or yeah. someone who happens to be homeless or someone who's this, that, or the other, yeah. but like whoever's in front of me, like that's, you're a person. Right. Right. I'm, we're connecting. You're, you're a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a person. And honestly, you're a one-off. Right. Um, this, uh, I'm the only other person having this conversation with this person on the planet right now. And that's pretty special. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty special. Mm -hmm. Now, when you can bring that actual, you know, mindset into a conversation, that's transformative. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't enter into conversations with people of like, ah, this is going to be a transformative conversation. I have had conversations with neighbors on my street that I've, you know, I've wanted to kind of like push the envelope of, Hey, can we get past the surface stuff? Because I see something in you mm. and I want to, I, I want to be able to like speak to it. And sometimes I'll just be like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to like speak to it. And it goes nowhere. Yeah. So sometimes people are a customer and they're not, right. you know? So, um, but you treat people the same. Yeah. You treat people. Honestly, how, how do you want to be treated? Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm not going to lie. I love being very, very confusing to people. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I think that that is cool. Yeah. You know, absolutely. and not cool in the sense of like a style thing, although cool can mean that too, but cool is being comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's funny that you said that like the, the golden boy thing, it's hilarious to me because I might apologize more than anyone else that I know. Mm. Um, and, and that comes, it's, it's one of these things, I wholeheartedly believe that God wastes nothing, mm-hmm. including our stinking thinking, our ugly narratives. So when you grow up with an ugly narrative that I'm less than, I'm stupid, there's other people that are smarter than me. Um, I had this really ugly narrative uh, up into high school that I was like, I'm, a stupid person i need to find a trade i can learn in about 10 minutes and do that for the rest of my life and just get out of the way of all the other people who are going to do life way better than me mm-hmm. um when you have that narrative you automatically know that you're not bringing something to the table right so apologizing for coming up short wasn't really that big of a deal to me because mm-hmm. it was like oh yeah i'm not messed up See, my old narrative was I messed up because I'm a mess up. Right. But that's not true. <laughs> like, you know, I see Brene Brown over there. Yeah. No. The shame is the you are the thing that you've done. Mm-hmm. Guilt is a truth sayer, right? It's like, well, yeah, you did that thing. When I talk with kids inside juvie all the time, we talk, the, talk about the difference between like shame narrative and a, a, a truth saying narrative of like, yeah, man, you did the crime, but that, you are not that crime. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you did that thing, but you are not that thing. Mm-hmm. You effed up, but you are not an F up. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Because someone valuable and nobody's perfect, we're going to F up all the time. We're mm-hmm. going to mess up. Right. 
right? Absolutely. So, so yeah, I, I don't have a straightforward answer a for answer. you yeah. other than it's a very unfiltered process. Uh-huh. And the process is quite simple for me. These are human beings who, and every single one of us has a unique story and I have mm. no idea where this person is at, but perhaps I might be a person or you might be a person who takes enough time just to have a simple interaction. You know, we've got a lot of um, houseless individuals in, in Santa Cruz and um, from a very early age have taught our kids, like you don't have to have anything physical to give to any of these homeless people, houseless people on, on the streets. Other than you recognize them, you recognize their humanity. You see them, acknowledge them. Mm. Because in that, you're giving in the dignity. You know, I see you, man. I'm not going to intentionally just stay on my phone and mm-hmm. like, like, shoulders are already up. You already know that you're feeling awkward about the situation. Your body language is saying everything. And then when you get past, you relax. Like, just recognize the individual, mm. you know? The, the elderly man on the street, good afternoon, sir. How are you today? You know, just recognizing that that little bit, it goes, it, it goes forever. It does. You know, um, going back to even like the beginning of the conversation, wanting to like leave people better off than they, 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 they were, whether, you know, for, for me early on in our relationship, it was a coffee shop. It was like, you know, you just feel better coming here, man. Not only because I got a little great cup of coffee, but like, I can't explain, but this place mm-hmm. helped me feel like better. Like I'm stoked to go, whether that was because they recognized me or what, or, but and you leave people better than you, yeah. you found them. Yeah. And that can totally be different every day. Totally. And that's, I think the beauty of it. Totally. No, I think that's a great answer. It's, it is also, it does signify something that's banked into you. That is really cool that everybody I think can learn but you do have a knack for being able to have that mindset and you, you've picked it up somewhere. Somebody taught it to you or you just are innately that all of which are rad, but there's an ability for you to do that. It seems in a way that is really clear and just like unified with your soul in, a, in, a, in an awesome, awesome way that I think is, is really, really valuable. So I just appreciate you sharing. It's, it's just something that, yeah, I think a lot of people are intimidated by in their own right. And the way you explain it is a great way, I think, for people to begin dismantling that and, and recognizing, yeah, this is just a human being in a moment. And somehow, for me, I find that easier with people that are above my status than below it in the context of, like, houseless versus houseless somehow has been banked into me is, is danger. Totally. It's drugs. It's danger. It's totally. violence. It's whatever. Yeah. And in this town, you've, you only hear the worst, so right. that doesn't help also. Uh, but it, I totally... I totally understand if you can start reworking that. And I very much agree and align with how can you just make that eye contact and recognize that you see a person? Cause yeah. I, I've been in that place where I feel like I don't need anything specifically. I just need to not feel ignored. Yeah. I need to not feel like people are avoiding me. Right. And sometimes right. it is as simple as just totally. like an acknowledgement makes you feel like, okay, cool. I'm not crazy. Right. And so that I think is so awesome for lack of a better term, you know, and, and so good and key to life in the world. So I I just appreciate that share. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's awesome. In regards to like, so, so talking to the homeless person, right? Sure. Um, now talking to like the, the CEO type. Yeah. Honestly, the, the, the unfiltered process there too 
is they're human just like me. Right. And at the end of the day, they're just as insecure as anybody else. Absolutely. And, um, <clears throat> you know, in a lot of ways, uh, are in at least the, the, the story that I tell myself when I'm having a conversation with, you know, let's say like a particularly what can feel like a soulless yeah, yeah. <laughs> individual yeah. at times. I'm here for the I'm, numbers and the money. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Being able to challenge that mm-hmm. with like, so what do you care about? Right. Like what, what do you actually care about? You know, and not and let them off the hook a little totally bit. Totally, not let them off the hook. Mm-hmm. You know, po- poke at it. Mm-hmm. I love poking at stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you're good at that. What's what is what's that? <laughs> but like in a disarming way, you're really good at that. It's like direct mm-hmm. enough, but it also safe enough. And I, I, that's I kind of why I said anomaly earlier. Yeah, yeah. I really en- enjoy that about you. It's you're fun. good at that too. I think I am. Yeah. yeah. I, and I just I noticed that. Anyway, thanks. You like make fun of people. You could, and I've seen you do it because I know, I know when you're doing it, but like you could make fun of people and still make them smile. And it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the most ridiculous thing ever. It's a gift, man. I really like Jared. I'm like, that dude just roasted you. You have no idea. Can I tell you like a non-roast roast roast that I did yesterday at the gym? Yeah. (laughs) We were doing our exercise. I do the CrossFit thing at CrossFit um, up and, and then whatever. We're there. There's two people working out that are there that are getting ready to leave and it's a man and a woman they're together and the dude is going in and and ryan dewitt you know who runs the class he's all hey everybody this is christoph and uh, and he's all hey guys and i'm always like love you and frozen like as he's walking away and and everybody you know kind of only some people heard it and laughed and then on the way out his wife's name's Anna, dude. No, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, my frozen joke is so next level and meta. I didn't even know. And, and it literally took the whole class like 30, 40 seconds. They're like, wait, her, her name was actually Anna. I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's like, anyway. That's but awesome. Then he heard me, you know, and like laughed too. But it, it was kind of to your point. And that wasn't a roast. That was just, a, I mean, it couldn't a roast if he hates disney or no, whatever it's a good thing. Quip. but it's a little quip right but anyway yeah yeah you're very you're very fast with it i think that's the add brain you kind of ha- i had to learn that it's like the fun defense offense gift too yeah. in, in the long haul offense as a kid it's like the defense like be funny be entertaining be clowny because that's how you're going to be accepted aside from sports which was the other thing i did <sighs> inquire Inquire, which I don't know if I really caught, got accepted or not, but I was in, dude. Yeah, you were in. Dude, I was in something. Like, you, had, you had range, dude. You had sports and choir, dude. Oh yeah, actor slash model, and wow. not the other way around. <laughs> Where, with the with the with the kids and flow, like, where does? Where? What kind of promise are you making? And then where do you feel like your responsibility ends? And this is something that I think about a lot in the context of specifically business and what we're trying to do, but also just like the greater cultural context where it's like, I have this feeling, this belief that like each of us has some sort of gift, you know, a sweet spot that they can operate in. And and if we can get in that zone, we can do things that fill us up, but also make the people around us better. That mm-hmm. whole sharing your gifts idea is mm-hmm. something I really 
believe in, and then I believe as as business owners, a huge part of creating the culture that um, that we're trying to build. Like our job is, you know, we set the environment that other people will exist in. You know, Jared and I, it's our job to create this environment in Cat and Cloud that allows people to bring these things to the table that's that's one that's one side of it and in some ways it can sound like pretty fluffy and one of the things i struggle with is where you know our our promise ends and the responsibility of the other party kicks in where it's like we can help set the stage but you on the other side of the table have to do a certain amount of work to realize that and to capitalize on what's going on and how does that work for you are are you there to just as a a place you know a safe space or is there you know is there a bigger agreement you know obviously you're not employing the people that are coming to you so we might have a a bit more of a a structured agreement yeah so um if you could help me if you could just give some context to what your um agreement is yeah i I could probably ask a better question and i don't have that question yet i'm one of the things that i that i struggle with and this is probably more more applies to an organization like ours than maybe something like what you do necessarily if if i'm hearing it right but it's i i want people to be able to show up how they are and realize that they are special, but also there's the personal responsibility side, which is you got to fucking do the work. Like, totally. And are you talking about your staff? Or are you talking about your customers? I'm talking about our staff. Okay. Like in so, yeah. So to to speak to that. Yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent. You cannot. None of our staff can show up casually and not be on point in those times. Mm. Like they have to. They have to, and, and, and which means choosing staff wisely is, is key. Mm-hmm. Right, because the it's kids key. are your guests. Right. Yeah. The kids are your customers. I would never have a problem with staff if I was just down to hire anyone. The Cat and Cloud podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess no matter where you are. All you have to do is add hot water. Each steep pack is individually sealed in nitrogen flush so it stays fresh and it's got this special immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed which means it's sealed together with no glue, no staples, so there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable, and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on Steeped Coffee at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roaster reach out and get in touch. If you happen to be in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry and make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. One of the reasons why I have such a hard time hiring the right people is because uh, it's a challenge to find 
people who are as passionate about this as, as you are, mm-hmm. you know, and to, to, to fully grasp, oh, this is, this has to be firing on all, on all, on all cylinders, if you will. And I don't mean that from like a performance standpoint, because it's not about performing. We're not, we're not, I'm not saying, okay, you're, you're on at this time. I'm inviting you to be fully you mm-hmm. on this staff and what you do who you are imbo- is, is already embodied in this. Mm-hmm. So really, you showing up for your program is an opportunity to showcase who you are, what you're about, and it's magnified through this venue, this that totally, medium. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That, that to me relates very directly to how we like to, I think how we would like to uh, run our business as well, right? The people who become leaders in this place we'd like them to show up as themselves and we are agreeing upon ideals that yes. we're pursuing in the context of us. It's a mission, vision, values, right? Yep. Those are the language we use, but the agreement is that that's our direction. Yep. And you're right. Like performance is part of it, but it's not the right ultimate in the context of you can come and make mistakes. You can come and totally try new things from your perspective and whether they work or don't, but like there's autonomy and ownership given to those who are willing to exactly like it's hard to find the great leaders because they have to be willing to walk the path with you. And it's harder sometimes to find out the deeper motivation that is the values alignment versus the performance side. And sometimes that takes time and sometimes it doesn't. We have an amazing staff. We've consistently had amazing team members step up, but I would say that was really relatable in the way you described that for me in the way that I view our team, which is they're coming in and even us, we're learning every day. Totally. Right. I mean, from the beginning of starting this place to however long we're going to consistently have to mess up to do better. Right. So we expect this nothing less from anybody else who's going to come on as well. Like we're not bringing somebody on who's already perfectly professional. Right. And that's okay. Yep. So I, I, I appreciate the way you share that. And I think it very much aligns with what we're attempting to do here. Yeah. There needs to be a level of realness in order to be on flow staff. Absolutely. Like that's, that's kind of just number one, that's baseline. Like if there's not a level of realness and even like, uh, and, and a realness, even in your craft, like for example, like we have action sports programs, it would not make a lot of sense to have the director of that action sports program, not be, legit at whatever their craft is going to be Mm -hmm. whether that's you know that's absolutely dirt jumping or surfing or skateboarding like like so which almost makes it even more challenging Mm -hmm. then to find somebody who's who's like skill set is on point but then also their heart right yeah big time and now um what i have what what i'm discovering is that like you can uh you can coach you can coach a skill set, mm-hmm. um, but the heart is a is a much deeper mm-hmm. and, and and longer work mm-hmm. and, and a deeper work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that is enlightened, <laughs> and that's key. That's uh, and that's baseline. So that's where we even start. So there are literally hundreds who have never passed the sniff test because it's like, dude, sorry, your 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 like lifestyle. Mm. And the choices that you make outside of your craft 
they do not line up mm. with with what we're about and that's hardcore yeah like that's 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 <laughs> well, literally that's, full yeah, circle that, well, that's, that's where that culture true, yeah. that like heavy culture comes in Walk and that's that's it. where i'm like i always have like a hard time trying to even ugh, fuck articulate to where it's like hey we accept you you can be you but there's fucking rules yeah, yeah. like there is a structure here yeah. and like you're welcome to be here but this that and the other uh-huh. and it was like that for me with skating it was just like certain things were like yeah we don't do that that's not a part of this right like you're cool but like there's a limit yeah there's a limit to how far you can push no doubt and until you're just not a part of that particular no culture doubt. to where it's like yeah people like us don't do stuff like that yeah as leaders as leaders it's our job to communicate that in in a way that's like it's very clear like hey this is what we're about Mm -hmm. this is what we're about and it's okay that you're not it just means that you're not necessarily going to have a spot on this team and that's okay yeah no hard feelings no hard feelings you can still be you you can still be a person that i want to spend time with Mm -hmm. um but uh you know that doesn't necessarily mean that you can be part of this team yeah true north is still that way for us yep what do you what do you hope to do with flow in the future like you've been doing it for a while what are some of the bigger bigger dreams you have yeah um or not even bigger is probably the wrong word different different (laughs) yeah um i've heard from the east coast to the west coast people from who have who have visited our site visited our space um who have toured around, you know, reflect back what's resonated deeply in me from uh, the very beginning. And that's, uh, you know, and, and their, their words were, I feel like every place needs this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what they're describing is like, yeah, every place needs, what, he's, what they're describing is like, man, young people, middle schoolers, high schoolers, teenagers, they need more trustworthy adults in their lives who mm. are going to give a shit about them and, uh, and be okay with who they are, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and stand beside them uh, when life is hard. And, but, and that's one thing to, to want that. It's another to position yourself in a way where you're actually in close enough proximity to be there when stuff gets hard. Yeah. Um, so proximity is key. So we want to be within proximity of future generations. You know, and that, might, that looks like, you know, physical spaces, um, satellites. Um, I was up in Portland earlier, this, uh, earlier in, uh, in August checking it out. Um, but here at the home front, uh, I want to create an adaptive skate park for people with special needs in wheelchairs, um, walkers, but, and, and, and provide this space where they can skate, they can ride, um, at the same time, make it sick enough that the local shredder is going to want to be there too. Mm. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and session the spot. Uh, but who I want to staff that with are kids that, and maybe this is very like idealistic, but we want this relational gap to be bridged between the kids on 
on the inside, that the kids that we're working with inside Juvenile Hall, who when they get out uh, are going back to the same old, same old, because there they have purpose, there they have meaning, there they have, you know, uh, this, this cause, right, to, uh, to be a part of and um, want to create more of an opportunity to, you know, spend time with some of the greatest humans that you'll ever encounter in your entire life and, 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 and share life in a way that's, that's fun and interactive and that without realizing it, you're giving yourself away but at the same time, it's this bizarre transaction. You're, what you're getting in, in return is like so much more than you're even giving away. Right. Um, so that is a, that's, that's one of the kind of the, the, the wild and crazy dreams that we got kind of brewing right now is in more of an adaptive skate park. What makes it wild and crazy? Like what are the hurdles to come over? Is it uh, monetary I mean, or... For sure, monetary. Monetary is definitely one of those things. But but people power, you yeah. know, um, people power. You know, finding those, finding the, the 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 right people who are as equally as passionate about that, um, even for a sustainable season, to the point where you could build up a team to then hand over. You know, I'm, I always talk to my leaders about like let's work ourselves out of a job. Right. You know, always Same. looking to the next season of like. Who are you investing in now to be able to hand this off to later? Because you and I both know this is not till death do us part. Um, so how many full-time, this is more business curiosities. Like how many full-time staff do you have? Uh, one. 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 That is me. That is you. <laughs> full-time. Um, but then we have a part-time staff of about five or six. Um, and then a volunteer staff of uh about 25 or 30 and then how did that's a lot how do you make money how does that work yeah so we are uh, we are completely crowdfunded okay. so uh so flow is a 501c uh nonprofit. okay um and um we uh are one of those kind of weird organizations man that has not had to do a lot of uh, fundraiser per se like hey we're gonna do this you know pasta feed and all the proceeds are going to this like we haven't had to do a lot of that um again going back to the whole like network of people of knowing the homeless dude who i've had homeless people find out what we do with flow and literally give us a dollar or two no shit i want this to go help kids before the pandemic unbeknownst to us until everything got shut down we were operating at a very unsustainable pace yes and um uh for us i was i was definitely getting crispy i was i was not burning out like i'm done but i was in deep need of a break and so were my staff mm -hmm. and what the pandemic forced was us to get creative and pivot and got to a point where um, we weren't going to try and hit the moving target. We were just going to redefine the target and hit it really well. So that's what, that's what we've done. That's why we've changed so much over the past couple of years from after-school program to now. Now we have after-school action sports pods, you know, with our skating and with our, with our, with our uh, surfing and with sailing and with, you know, all-age venue shows you know once a month and all these different 
avenues, these different venues. And all of a sudden it's, it's crazy because it's, it's more financially sustainable too. Um, because we're not putting on this like gigantic, I hate to say production, but production for lack of a better word, every week, you know, where hundreds and hundreds of consumers are coming through and values being added to their life. Mm-hmm. However, it was at such a large scale that the value that we were able to add um, wasn't at the amount that we were longing to. Right. Because it was so big. So we were, we were um, kind of steep keeping the, keeping the fire going, but it wasn't burning nearly as hot as it could. And now it's like raging and it's so much more sustainable. Yeah, it's crazy. I, we've had the exact same experience. Different particulars, but the same experience. We really had to hone in on our relationship as a ownership team and figure out how we wanted our relationship with our employees to be and feel very comfortable with cutting things that just weren't working mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. listening to that little voice inside us mm-hmm. that says, Hey, this isn't right. This, this is not how it's supposed to be. This is not right. how it's supposed to feel. Right. And to be able to shed that weight and feel that lightness. I don't know. It's been huge. A lot of people are feeling it and I'm, I, it's cool to talk to people who have been able to find some sort of joy and rebirth in a time that's been really hard for a lot of people. Totally. And like, I get that we're the fortunate ones to where it's like, Hey, you know, I personally haven't been hit as hard as a lot of people have been hit with that. I see it as a, an opportunity to, we've had this opportunity to level up and that's great. Likewise. Yeah. Not everybody is feeling that. And so I'm, I'm aware of that, but I'm, I don't know. It's exciting to hear people shake it up and kind of get closer to what they maybe should have been doing in the first place or follow their heart a little bit more because the world's like almost self-correcting for you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, for us, it was, it was becoming victims of our own success. You know, it was like, it was like, um, wow, this is really caught on. This is making an impact. This is making a very marketable impact. I'll be completely honest. Like you, uh, pack a place with a whole bunch of kids makes it for a great photo. Sure. There's a lot of energy there. You see it um, behind the scenes. And I'm not discounting any of the work that was done there. But behind the scenes, dude, it, it, it was stressful. Yeah. It was super, super stressful. And now you're not seeing as many students in the photos, but the impact is much deeper. I know. That's... Mm, I love that. That's like a good place to end because something that is a, a good takeaway is everybody's... I don't know if everybody, but I know... Everything is set up in such a way to where there's power in numbers and numbers can give us this value, right? I don't know you, but okay, I heard a Nick, so I can open up Instagram or I can open up TikTok or I can open up Twitter and I can see by how many people follow him, how many people he's connected to. Is he following the right people? Are the right people following him? It's like, oh, he's got 700 followers? Uh, Well, whatever. Like, I don't really care about being his friend, but if he's got hundreds of thousands or maybe right, a couple right. million, I can see that he's doing right. all the right things. And that's just not how impact works. Right. Like, like, sure, there is power in numbers like that, but there's also power in so many of the things that we do every day, the people that we touch every day, yep. the stories and 
ways that we can connect with other people that nobody else will know about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much work. Like there's a certain amount of people who know what happens on Tuesday at the skate park, but right. so many of the, the, what that means to a lot of people's lives is largely going to go undocumented. Totally. And that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. And that doesn't mean that we can't show up even if nobody sees it. Yep. Because man, if, we can only show up when it's highly visible and we feel like there's going to be some sort of cool return for right. it. We're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. Totally. Totally. And, and, other and that's, people's not lives and that's not, that's not real. You know, if, man, yes, it's yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, it puts the cart before the horse and it yep. like that system is the system that reinforces people being who they think they should be, which we've been talking about this whole time, you know, it's all connected. So it's like, I don't know, man, whatever you're doing out there matters. And like, even if you're not getting a ton of great feedback now, someone cares for sure. Yeah. You know, so thanks for coming, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Hell yeah. This was rad. Thanks for listening to y'all. This podcast is an extension of our mission to inspire connection by creating memorable experiences. If you want to get more acquainted with what we do, you can go on over to catandcloud.com. There you'll find a little bit of everything. If you want coffee, we got coffee there. If you want to be directed to some other magic media, basically it's your hub for all things cat and cloud. If you want to dive in on a deeper level, we do have a Patreon. It's five dollars a month about the price of a latte each month you get a peek behind the scenes of what we do here unpacking some of the ideas that we talk about during this podcast rants and raves q a's jared and i just talking shit together biased opinion yes but i think it's a lot of fun so thanks for listening go out and inspire someone to do something amazing bye